0: Welcome to the latest edition of The Weekly Fix. My name is Andres Skiba. CRE and regional bank fears resurfaced over the last few weeks. Unexpected losses on two property loans, as well as a major step up in provisioning in the CRE book, sent New York community bank shares tumbling. Problems were not limited to US banks with the Japanese Aozora bank losing approximately a third of its market value following a profit warning triggered by a need for extra provisions in its US CRE exposure. Aozora is unique insofar it had close to 7% of its loan book related to US CRE, compared to an average of 0.1% for other major Japanese banks. In Europe, shares of Deutsche Fundbrief Bank also declined sharply, with the bank suffering from its large exposure to office real estate and close to 20% of loan portfolio represented by US assets. We remain of the view that CRE will continue to be a source of negative headlines for the market as we traverse through this year. Office occupancy has not recovered Transaction volumes have declined dramatically and prices are down approximately 20% for office and 10% for multifamily properties with no recovery in sight. Still, we do not believe this issue to be systemic. Yes, smaller US banks, almost none of which have public bonds outstanding, are likely to experience material losses over the years to come. In contrast, Larger banks, i.e. those with assets above $150 billion, were quick to address the deterioration in the office sector with collateral revaluations, moving troubled loans to criticized status, and establishing loss reserves where appropriate. For now, a clear majority of criticized office loans are still current on payment which has not made them delinquent nor forced banks to charge these off. Some of this reflects the staggered maturities across the space, which makes this an issue that banks will have to deal with over the next several years, rather than being faced with a wall of maturities in coming quarters. Across the broader regional bank space, the situation away from NYCB has stabilized since the failure of Silicon Valley Bank. While deposit pricing has increased due to higher rates, deposit flows have stabilized. Away from commercial real estate, banks' asset quality has been good. Office commercial real estate exposures are generally limited to 1-2% of lows, the move-in rates since the third quarter has benefited almost all banks as the level of mark-to-market losses within their securities portfolio has improved, which has led to fewer questions about regional bank capital levels. As of 4Q earnings, regional bank capital ratios remain robust with CT1 ratio close to 10%. Across our portfolios, we see these periods of dislocation as ripe with investment opportunities for active managers. However, we also stress that there is no room for complacency and careful credit selection is of paramount importance. Thank you for your attention.
1: This podcast is provided by RBC Global Asset Management, RBC GAM, for informational purposes and may not be reproduced, distributed, or published without the written consent of RBC GAM. This podcast does not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or to sell any security product or service in any jurisdiction, nor is it intended to provide investment, financial, legal, accounting, tax, or other advice, and such information should not be relied or acted upon for providing such advice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This product is not available for distribution to investors in jurisdictions where such distribution would be prohibited. Investment and economic outlook information has been compiled by RBC GAM from various sources. Information obtained from third parties is believed to be reliable, but no representation or warranty expressed or implied is made by RBC GAM or its affiliates or any persons as to its accuracy, completeness, or correctness. RBC GAM and its affiliates assume no responsibility for any errors or omissions.